Hello, I'm Everett Wall, and you're listening to My Street Journal, a not-so-weekly news podcast that gives you the top stories days after they break. Coming up, the president of Brazil just declared political war on his own Supreme Court justices. And later, Texas is back at it again with more nonsense, this time voting restrictions. Stay with us. Wall Street Journal is brought to you by Meek Mountain Hard Cider. Meek Mountain Hard Cider is fermented and distilled by Appalachian artisans who wear their overalls with the back open. It's the only hard cider on the market with such a high alcohol content that the FDA recommends you don't drink it directly, just lick the condensation off of the side of the can. But lick responsibly because you can still go blind. Meek Mountain Hard Cider. The president of Brazil, Jair Bolsonaro, is launching an all-out political war against his own Supreme Court justices. Recently, the court ordered an investigation into the Bolsonaro administration in an attempt to get to the bottom of a systematic dissemination of misinformation, particularly regarding the coronavirus. Bolsonaro himself has downplayed the COVID-19 pandemic despite over 580,000 Brazilian citizens perishing to the virus. Here he is speaking to a crowd of his supporters at a recent rally. As the president, I get to decide what's misinformation. And everything I've said about the coronavirus is not misinformation. Hydroxychloroquine cures COVID? True. Masks are actually harmful? True. The vaccine causes women to grow beards? True. All true. You know what else is true? The Supreme Court sucks. They're terrible. This is an indisputable fact. Bolsonaro called on his supporters to protest against the Supreme Court on the 199th anniversary of Brazil's independence last Tuesday. He assured everyone that crowds two million strong would be present to show support, but far fewer actually showed up. In fact, there were nearly as many counter-protesters as Bolsonaro supporters. The reporting that says two million didn't show up, that's the real misinformation. The polls showing that I'm going to lose the election to my left-wing opponent, that's all misinformation too. But do you see the Supreme Court ordering an investigation into their campaign? No, even when I asked nicely. Despite a regulation banning military police from participating in political demonstrations, even on their days off, nearly 30% of the military police at the Capitol were present for the protests. Police departments are attempting to punish those that participated, a move which Bolsonaro is fighting hard against. This is a crime worthy of the most heinous dictatorship. And honestly, I'm a little proud, but where was this energy when people were protesting against me? The reason I called on my supporters isn't that I'm expected to lose the next election and I'm trying to energize my base, no. I was just very influenced by the January 6th attack on the Capitol in the United States. One of the reasons I think that particular insurrection failed was because the government wasn't fully behind it. But in Brazil, we don't have that problem. Texas Republicans are desperately trying to squeeze controversial legislation through their state Congress before they are booted out of power in the next election. Polls for the GOP in the state are not pretty, so sitting congressmen are utilizing their power while they still temporarily have it. This time, Governor Greg Abbott signed a bill into law that would restrict voting across the state. The governor's office defended this measure despite a wealth of opposition by saying this in a press conference. This is designed to make it easier for people to vote. And one of the ways that you make it easier for people to vote is if fewer people are voting. So in a way, restricting a large section of the population is actually helping the rest of the population, the white part. It's also a little patronizing to just give people the right to vote. You look at our black and Latino communities in Texas and they don't like handouts. Well, we don't give them anything, but we assume it's because they don't like handouts. 
If you create an environment where they have to work harder to vote, they're going to end up appreciating their vote more. We're fostering a greater sense of patriotism by discriminating against minorities. Republicans across the nation have pushed for harsher restrictions on voting rights after former President Donald Trump accused the Democratic Party of conspiring to steal the election. Despite zero credible evidence, the political right took his word as gospel and began systematically targeting counties and districts where Joe Biden pulled ahead in 2020. According to them, wherever the liberals won is obviously plagued by voter fraud, whereas all conservative counties have legitimate election security. The last time a voting restriction was proposed in Texas, Democrats flew out of the state and refused to attend the proceedings, halting the process. Republicans then issued civil arrest warrants for their fellow congressmen, with one state senator declaring, quote, It's highly unethical and morally questionable for the radical left to restrict us from voting on this voting restriction. But now that the measure is officially passed, the Texas GOP couldn't be more proud. First an abortion ban, now voting restrictions. All we need is to finally push that mask mandate ban and we'll have almost caught up to Florida. Coming up, Minnesota police lawyers defend destroying evidence as standard practice. And later, the footage shown across India of Pakistan bombing Afghanistan is actually from a video game. Stay with us. Wall Street Journal is brought to you by Castle Home Security. Castle Home Security is the only home security system that actively invades nearby houses. Within the first two months of installing Castle Home Security cameras and automatic machine gun turrets, we guarantee that your property will have expanded to twice its size. And you won't have to deal with those annoying neighbors anymore. Register for Castle Home Security today and you'll get an anti-aircraft battlement completely free. Castle Home Security. Remember, even if they're just next door, they're still intruders. According to testimony filed last week, Minnesota state troopers conducted a massive purge of emails and text messages shortly after the George Floyd protests in the summer of 2020. A lawyer for the ACLU's Coalition of Journalists is alleging that this was enacted to destroy proof of officers unlawfully targeting members of the press during the riots. In a confusing turn, the Minnesota police don't deny any of this. A representative for the department recently spoke on the matter. This happens all the time. Haven't you ever got a notification on your phone that your iCloud account was full and you needed to delete some stuff? Maybe your Outlook account? It's just a random coincidence that for these officers it happened to coincide with a lawsuit claiming that they used excessive force on journalists. The lawyer for the ACLU claims that the now permanently deleted emails and texts contained footage that would condemn state troopers in court. Shortly after the lawsuit against the officers was filed, the department was made aware, but no use of force reports were issued. Instead, the email purge was the only event to follow. There were no reports filed because there was no legitimacy to the claim. They said it themselves. There was no footage of the alleged use of force. Now they're trying to claim that the police deleted that footage, but let's see them prove it. That's right, they can't. That's exactly why we deleted it in the first place. Oh, um, hypothetically, of course. Ever since the protests in the summer of 2020 after the death of George Floyd, police departments across the nation have been claiming to see a mass exodus of officers. Hard data, however, shows the opposite. During a pandemic that has seen the economy shed 6% of its workers, police departments across the nation have only lost 1% of theirs. The media landscape only shows stories where black people are killed by police. If that's the only depiction you were seeing, would you want to join the force? Exactly. That's why there's only been a slight uptick in state and local law enforcement hiring. Wait a second. Sorry, what was the question again? 
News broadcasters in India are apologizing for an incorrect report that claimed Pakistan engaged in a bombing of the last anti-Taliban holdout territory in Afghanistan. The footage that was shown in the reporting as concrete evidence that the attack had been carried out was actually sourced from a popular military simulation video game called Arma 3. Here is the independent journalist who broke the story. I first realized that something was amiss when I noticed that there was a guy with a headset and a controller in the bottom right corner of the screen. Turns out, it was a face cam, and they were just pulling up a Let's Play from YouTube. I guess everyone just thought he was some political commentator, or maybe he was the bomber pilot, but then why would a bomber pilot be asking you to like and subscribe? In the end, the Indian news stations that broadcast the erroneous claim, including Republic TV, Times Now, Z Hindustan, and TV9, all apologized and promised to be more thorough with their fact-checking. However, a prominent far-right independent station called Indian Wars continued to back their reporting. Here is that station's anchor, controversial pundit Ajith Jones. Just because it's footage from a video game doesn't mean it isn't also real. These Pakistani drones, who knows what kind of system they have to control. It wouldn't surprise me if everyone playing this strategy simulation game was unwittingly committing international terrorism. But if you ask me, the worst crime is playing video games in the first place. These beta cucks don't even know an alpha. Jones immediately segued into selling Mega Brain Gel, a combination fish oil supplement and erectile dysfunction medication. Bohemia Interactive, the company behind the game, claims that this isn't the first time their simulation has been used by the media to paint a false portrait of real-life warfare and international conflict. The recent admission sparked a deep dive into previous broadcasts, attempting to uncover other media missteps. Sure enough, not only was Arma 3 game footage used multiple times, but broadcasters also used Civilization VI, a turn-based strategy game, to claim ancient Greece was presently attacking ancient Egypt. Additionally, some Indian stations had previously reported that Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan had eloped with a birthday clown, but this was later revealed to be footage from The Sims. For more satire news, check out the Wall Street Journal Not-So-Daily blog on EverettWallRocks.com. I'm Everett Wall, and this was My Street Journal. Thank you for listening.